NapaBroadcasting.com, Napa Valley Radio, for the way we live now. Welcome back to the program and our continuing coverage of the 2017 Napa Valley Film Festival as we spend some time talking to filmmakers that are going to be bringing films to the festival coming up in just a couple of weeks. Today it is my pleasure to be joined by Santiago Rizzo. He is the writer-director of the feature film Quest, and it's my pleasure to welcome him here. Santiago, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to share. It's great to have you here. First of all, before you tell us a little bit about the film, give us a little sense of your background. Uh, I, uh, I've i never made a, a movie in my life, actually. Never never made a short film even. Um, but I had a lot of love, and I wanted to honor my teacher, and uh, uh, Tim Mullering, who the movie is about. And I uh, was able to convince a lot of very talented people to help me, and, and we made the movie Quest. And what was the secret to that, do you think, to make this first feature without any of the uh, usual experience that goes with it? You did attract, as you say, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, a lot of talented people involved in this project. Well, let me, <clears throat> I should probably elaborate a little bit. I, uh, I wanted to get into the arts after college. I didn't grow up uh, with, uh, a, a, uh, I grew up in pretty uh, humble uh, beginnings, um, and uh I I tried to get into the arts and I went to LA after college and uh, didn't have the pillow to pursue it and ended up going to uh, a mentor of mine who got me into Stanford, uh, convinced me to go to Wall Street where I saved up enough money over 12 years to uh, to make my first feature. But I, I had always wanted to get into films. I just had never gone to film school and uh, uh, yeah, pursued it from that, from that angle. Um, so I, I, I did a different route and, and, and made enough money to finance uh, the first movie. And tell us a little bit about this movie, the story behind it. Um, well, uh, when I was 20, I moved in with my teacher when I was 13. Uh, his name was Tim Mullering. Um, I was getting into a lot of trouble when I was uh, uh, in my early teens. And uh, basically, uh, Tim took me under his wing and, and essentially saved my life. He really taught me about integrity during a time that was very difficult. And you got to forgive me because I'm near a, a train station here. Okay. But, uh, and uh, he wanted to write a story about, our, uh, about how we ended up becoming family when I was 21. And he wanted to write a book about it. I said, hey, Tim, being that I was pursuing film at the time, Let's make a screenplay about it. And, and that's what ended up happening. So we wrote the first draft of a script when I was about 21. I'm 36 now. And, uh, you know, uh, several years later, he got pancreatic cancer. And um, we worked on the script some more. Uh, we bought a house together. I worked on the house during the time that he was pat, uh, in his last year. And uh, right before he died, he told me that if I ever get lost, to go ahead and pursue making this movie. And uh, I was lost, um, and uh, I had promised him before he died that I'd figure out how to make this movie one way or another, and it was the last thing I told him right before he died, and uh, went back and found a really good writer, to Darren, to help uh, restructure the script, got a good script, went to Hollywood, tried to get producers involved, no one wanted to touch it because it's a child actor um, playing a very heavy role, and I think most producers didn't think there was money. Um, to be made because it's an unknown name uh, in such a uh, uh, leading role. And I disagreed with all of them. I thought that's what made it art. I thought that's what made it special. And uh, when I couldn't get any producers or any agents to help, I managed to convince a casting director to help me. And that was a real uh, struggle to, 
to be able to do that without any experience. And eventually she saw that I knew what I was doing when I was working with the actors. She had confidence over time. Other actors and their managers had heard about me. They had confidence. And, um, you know, that's kind of how it started. We spent a two-month process casting Greg Kazian, who plays the child, who's a uh, 12-year-old kid in the film. And uh, that's kind of the story. Um, I had to sell my house to make the movie. Uh, the house that Tim and I bought, and uh, I committed myself 100% in in uh, sharing love and compassion with the world, which is who Tim Mollering was, and honoring his spirit. So it was a promise that I made him and a promise that I wasn't going to break, because he never broke promises to me. And tell us a little bit about the story that Quest tells that takes place in Berkeley in 1995. Well, the story is uh, based on a true story of how Tim and I became family. Um, it's about uh, a child who's 12, who's struggling, who's out on the street doing graffiti. Um, it's about his inability to trust. It's about a child in pain who doesn't know how to address his pain, who doesn't know how to heal from his pain. He's in an abusive home. It's about a teacher who helps him walk a path towards integrity again. And it's about trust. It's about trusting your struggle and... It's about coming to uh, unconditional love and compassion, which uh, for me was uh, going deep into the pain. And there's no way to hide it. You have to go towards the truth. So that's what the movie's about. There's a message in the film uh, about trusting your struggle, and uh, that's the central theme of the movie. How much harder or easier was it for you making your first film about an experience that was so close and so personal? Well, I mean, it was the most stressful thing I've ever done in my life. Clearly, I, you know, like I said, I didn't have any experience doing it. Um, so that was stressful. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of people think I'm crazy for selling my house and, and doing this without the experience. And I, I produced and directed it, not out of choice. I never thought I would direct it. Um, but it was the only way to get the movie done. Um, but it was, it was heavy. It was hard for me to go back into... Um, you know, back into my childhood and, and, and the way that I did, it was very hard to, you know, with a limited budget to get everything that, you know, I wanted to tell the story right. Um, it was very, very difficult. But at the end of the day, I think it was very healing um, because it helped me release so much. And uh, from that standpoint, I never considered myself an artist, but uh, this is my art. Um, in terms of, I, I wouldn't have wanted to do something that, that didn't have real significance. And my heart called out to share Tim's spirit with the world. He was such a beautiful man. Um, I don't think I really had another choice. I don't know how else to explain that one. It's, uh, it's just what I had to do. And tell us about the reaction to the film so far. It's screened at some other film festivals. Give us a little sense of that. Well, we world premiered the movie in Oldenburg. Uh, which is in Germany. Um, we screened their gala night in a beautiful theater, and uh, it got a great reaction. We got a standing ovation. Um, we screened a second time at the festival in a, a, a high-security prison in Oldenburg, and uh, Greg Kazian uh, won Best Actor at the festival, and it's the first time in the 24-year history of the festival that a child uh, was honored with that award. Um, so that was Oldenburg and we were just at Mill Valley. Uh, we screened it three times. Uh, we had three screening times. All three of them were sold out and, uh, we won the audience award, uh, for uh, best indie. So that's been, uh, you know, we also had, uh, uh, some, um, 
really beautiful reactions from the audience at, 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 at Mill Valley. And tell us a little bit about what your hopes are for the film at this point, for its future. Well, we're going to be at the Austin Film Festival. I leave tomorrow for Austin. Um, hope to share it with them and hope they like it. And then, you know, Napa Valley is a really important film festival, uh, particularly during these times where there's been so much devastation in that community and a lot of people are struggling. Um, you know, I, I understand that that uh, struggle. I, I, a lot of people did have insurance, at least, for the homes. I, I didn't have insurance and don't have my home right now. And I understand you know, the feeling of loss. Um, and, uh, you know, of course there's also deaths that, that, that you can't, you can't bring back and that's not replaceable, but, um, I want to share the message of trust and, and, uh, you know, sometimes the pain is the greatest gift because it can bring wisdom. And I hope to share that message, uh, to Napa Valley. Um, uh, in terms of hopes, I hope buyers watch this movie. I hope the audience helps carry it and, um, I hope more and more people see it, and I believe it's a really beautiful film. That's been the, the feedback I've gotten. I haven't been able to necessarily get buyers to come and see it yet, but uh, I hope that shifts pretty soon. I'd ultimately like this to be seen by a very large group of people because I think it has some beautiful lessons of humility and empathy um, uh, through Tim's spirit. Santiago Rizzo. His film is Quest. It'll be screening here at the Napa Valley Film Festival. Santiago, I thank you so much for spending some time with us today. I really appreciate the time that you've given us. Thank you. You're listening to NapaBroadcasting.com.